Welcome, welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. And I'm super psyched to welcome back on the program Cruzy McCalligan for our midweek audio column. Hi, Cruzy. How's it going? Are, are you Hi. well? I, I've been a little bit poorly. I think there's some things going around at the moment. Oh, definitely. I was chatting um, to my friend and she'd been to the doctors a- again. And she said the doctor sort of said, the doctor said, um, she's seeing the same set of patients sort of every two weeks because really? there's just so much, there's just yeah. so much uh, bacteria, virus and germs around that um, those people who come back for you know, come back for something new completely. So they recovered oh, from one thing, but they get something new. Says me with a blocked nose at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I hear yeah. how you're doing. I'm going to try have not have a coughing fit on my end of the phone too. Oh, well, take but, um, care. Um, I know you found a very fitting topic for, for, for all of us, really. <laughs> Apples. <laughs> a key, an, an apple a day keeps a doctor away. Apparently, um, apparently that doesn't work in my house because we eat a fair number of apples and <laughs> we've spent an enormously amount, large amount of time with the doctor recently. Oh. Um, but of course, apples are delicious, versatile and one of the most consumed fruits in the world. They're probably, you know, I was just thinking about it. You know, I've got a little baby girl and I know you've got three, you've got three children as well. And it's so funny when we start teaching our kids things and we say like, apple, A is for apple. Like, you know, it's like the first word, the first thing that we teach our children with a is for apple um but of course it's it's very apples are very very interesting um in in and of themselves as well um they make up half of the world's deciduous fruit tree production so deciduous trees are plants that shed fruit or leaves when they reach maturity and half of all deciduous fruit trees used for fruit production are apple trees and um, now the countries that produce the most of these trees are china the u.s poland italy and turkey Ooh, There's wow. like so many different things. There's also many, many types of apples. So they actually estimate there's nearly 7,000 varieties of apples. Um, but there's actually like in terms of the varieties, just in the U.S. alone, there's about 2,500 different types in the U.S. Um, and like, let me know if you, you, any of these sound familiar. There's the crab apple, red delicious. Fuji apples, golden delicious, Braeburn, Macintosh, Rome, Granny Smith. Gala apples. There's like all these popular varieties. I have to say, in our household, I'm not a, I'm not pretentious about an apple, but I do have a soft spot for a New Zealand jazz apple. Have you ever had a jazz apple? I've never, I've never even heard oh, of it before. A jazz yeah, apple, jazz brilliant apples, yeah, name. Yeah, there are supermarkets here, and yeah, it is a great name. Someone thought of a genius. They just, I just find them particularly crunchy, oh. um, and I really quite like them. I find there's nothing, you know, nothing like a potatoy apple. It's a horrible feeling <laughs> biting into a mealy potatoy apple. I know what you mean. Um, you mentioned just now the delish, uh, the golden delicious. So in Cantonese, um, um, sometimes we call apples the uh, deleseguo. It's it's called pingguo. Apples are called pingguo, but sometimes yeah. people call them deleseguo because it's a t- it's a translation of the word delicious. And because they really? couldn't say the word delicious, they call it like deleseguo. And I remember my grandma used to say that. I'm like, what's that? And that actually literally translates to delicious. That's amazing. (laughs) That's lovely. I love that. Thanks for sharing that with me. Um, But, you know, we talked about, like, you know, an apple a day keeps stocked away. Apples do have a lot of um, health benefits to them. Apple juice, apple flesh, and apple cider vinegar all have what we call high malic acid content. So this very beneficial compound is helpful in treating conditions like fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and gallstones as well. 
Yeah, I actually remember a fact from like many, many years ago. It might be an outdated nutrition fact now, actually, because it's from when I was a child, where someone said something that would it be better eating an apple first thing in the morning would wake you up better than having a cup of coffee. And I always remember that. And I think now as an adult, I'm like, oh, it's probably because it spikes your insulin because it's quite a sweet, delicious fruit as opposed to the fact that it's like a, you know. But anyway, um, they're also ext- uh, nice and high in fiber, which is something that's really important for um our diet. We need a lot of fiber on our diet. The average sized apple contains almost twice the amount of fiber as a fiber supplement, um, as a su- one serving of a fiber supplement, and it also t- tastes really good too. Um, apparently, you know, apples float in water. Like, have you ever done bobbing for apples? I think I've done it once. No, I have never done that. Wow, I'm oh. really missing out on this apple bobbing. No, I don't think you're missing out at all. I don't know why you do it. It's quite disgusting. You have apples What's in a that? thing of water, then they float in the water, and then you've got to try and, like, with your hands behind your back, try and bobbing for apples. You'll try and uh, bite into them and catch them with your teeth. And you do it like I did it once at a children's party. I remember it really vividly. I must have been like five or six years old to have this vivid memory. Obviously, in the COVID age, we wouldn't share a trough of water cut and spit covered apples <laughs> with strangers. We wouldn't do that. So, but yeah, but anyway, so that's, that's like, um, but the reason that they float in water so is it's because... it's like a game or something that they do Yes, it is. It's fairs. a game. Oh Apple, bobbing God. for apples, yeah. Um but um, apples float in water because a whopping 25% of their volume is actually air. Um, so that's really interesting. They're less dense than water. Um, so that's quite good. Now, people have shown that apple consumption could reduce the risk of cancer. Um, and they say that that's because the fruit contains pectin, quercetin, procyanidins, and vitamin C, which are all beneficial in the prevention of disease and cancer. So, of course, any one ingredient is not going to be your winning lottery to not ever get illness we all need a very balanced diet with a lot of variety but there's a lot of good stuff in an apple so eating an apple you are giving yourself a lot of the nutrients that your body needs to to prevent disease and cancer as well now apple trees take years to produce fruit so depending on the planting system used a full-size apple tree can reach full production in as little as four years or as long as 10 years so Apple trees mature very slowly, but factors such as sunlight exposure and the type of fertilizer used can also impact the growth of the tree. So a tree that, you know, obviously re- receives lots of sunshine and water and good nutrition will grow at a faster rate than a deprived tree. Now, I actually have to say I've never, I don't think I've ever been to a specific apple orchard or an orchard of anything. I've definitely seen apple trees, like when I've visited friends or family in New Zealand and they have an apple tree and you're like, there's an apple tree growing apples, right? And had like delicious apples from family um, friends plants but I've never been to like an apple orchard per se have you no I've never either (laughs) yeah um but I'm sure it's pretty it's pretty remarkable as well so um when we talk about the word apple which is actually a lovely word isn't it isn't it a lovely word obviously um what's the name and it's always so um it's always um one of the first words that you learn how to spell as well you always can hear people like a-p-p-l-e I remember yeah, exactly. So it's it's just quite um it's quite yeah, it's a beautiful word apple. Um um but one theory is that the English word apple comes from the name of the Roman town of Abella, which is now Avella, in Campania, Italy, which was famous for its apples. Um 
the the town is described in Virgil's Aeneid, so a very very famous poem written by Virgil um, as Malefera, um, Malefera rather, which is apple bearing Abella. So this place Abella was apple bearing. Um, however, there's there's another like Proto Indo European root to the word apple, A P L, which is much older, which could feed into Germanic words like apple, A P P E L in Dutch, apple, E P. E-L-E in Old Norse and Apfel in German, A-P-F-E-L. So there's like lots of interesting backgrounds to this kind of word. Um, the ancient Romans, you know, considering we're thinking about this Roman town that was famous for its apples, they considered apples a luxury fruit. Um, and the Latin for apple is malum, which comes from the Greek word melon. And both words were applied to any roundish fruit that grows on a tree. So apples, pomegranates, quinces, peaches, and lemons. So they had this, this word for it. Now, I find this really funny because I remember um, when my sister uh, started going to university. Um, and like, you know, when you go to university and suddenly you're kind of your... Your vocabulary, your intelligence, you just kind of go on this little upward spike, you know, because you're just like sort of absorbing everything in this really clever environment, you know what I mean? Um, and you, you talk and think in a different way. And I remember being, uh, my sister being home from university and the holidays with me at home and we were at home and um, kind of in our late, you know, like late teens or whatever, our first years of university. And we were like, oh God, we're so hungry, we're so hungry. And my mum said, oh, we'll just eat an apple. And um, my sister said, I don't want an apple, it's so pedestrian. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember laughing about that so much. (laughs) It's so pedestrian. (laughs) It's like this really pretentious way of describing an apple. It's just too common. It's just too common, an apple. But um, it's interesting because, you know, obviously we think of them. They're quite a pedestrian fruit, really, an apple. But, you know, they, they don't have the same fervor that we had, you know, back in back in the ancient Romans. Um, but when we think of this uh, idea of the apple, of course, it is significant and symbolic in um, in, in, in Western culture as well. When we think about the apple as a general uh, term for fruit um, as the fruit of the tree of knowledge which Adam and Eve consume in the Garden of Eden, right? So we're talking about like the origins of like the first chapter of the Bible. Um, so scholarly, case, scholarly cases have been made the, the Hebrew word tapalx, which means quince, wheat or banana rather than apple um, where all three were cultivated before the apple came along. So we think about them eating this apple, this fruit from the tree of knowledge, right? Um, but it could have been something different. It could have been a banana or it could have been, I'm like, but it's just so funny how it's shaped our symbolism. And of course, you've got apples in terms of the story of Snow White, um, you know, and, and what the apple did to Snow White as well, um, which I think is very interesting. I remember having a teacher at school. You might have known her, actually. Um, and she looked a lot like Snow White. She just had like a very like porcelain complexion and had um, black hair that was kind of curled. And this almost sort of like 1940s sort of little um, little shag bob thing with little ringletty bits, like just like Snow just White. Just like Snow White. <laughs> just like Snow White. I remember saying to her, like, you know, you're so much like Snow White. You remind me of Snow White. And she goes, I'm also allergic to apples. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, apple addicts. Okay, now obviously you can't. It's quite difficult to become addicted to fruit. If that was possible, I think we'd all be doing much better in our health, to be honest, wouldn't it? But um, the Turks, people from Turkey, consume twice as many apples per head as Germany, which is their nearest rival. Something like half their body weight each year in apples. That's how popular apples are to the Turkish people. 
Mm. So is it a very popular, I mean, it's a popular fruit everywhere, but especially in Turkey. Yeah, especially in Turkey. And the British, despite contributing some of the more memorable breeds of apple, consume fewer per head than any other country in Europe. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. Yeah, I suppose each different country has like their own sort of um, popular fruit. I mean, in the Philippines or like in in Pakistan, people love mangoes, for example. So I suppose, um, what about New Zealand? Is it also apples? I think so. I mean, I think apples in New Zealand grow quite well. People will often have an apple tree without having tried to have an apple tree. You know what I mean? So it's quite a common fruit, I suppose, which is why, um, but you know, the fruits that you get off someone's backyard apple tree looks very different to a fancy jazz apple I get from a Hong Kong supermarket, right? So, um, but yeah, but they are very popular there for sure, definitely. Um, watching, and I think there's something very satisfying in watching someone eat an eat apple. An apple. Oh. You know, there's something like very, you know, like altruistic or something, you know, like you just think to yourself, wow, you really are quite, um, yeah, you're just like, you're, you're really good for yourself, aren't you? You're Hurts eating an my apple teeth like that. sometimes biting directly. I have to, I have to cut it into pieces to eat it. Gosh, I'm really showing my age now. Oh, that's all right. I think it's fine. I'm a bit like that too, though. You know, sometimes I don't feel like biting. Or my children always want a whole apple and then yeah. take two snotty, slobbery bites of it and leave the rest for me. It's quite depressing. I'm like, that's a big waste of an apple, yeah. you know? Um, but anyway, uh, so um, the, when we talk about, like, apple grafts, this is interesting because they're the most popular fruit in the world. They're grown or traded on every continent. There are about 8,000 named varieties, which is more than any other fruit. And this is because apples are odd. Each apple seed produces offspring that are distinct individuals, unlike their parents. So without grafting, which was actually a concept invented by um, the Chinese 3,000 years ago, your sweet and juicy um, standard apple would have disappeared centuries ago because they actually kind of... They have distinct, kind of distinct breeds of um, every time they get produced, which I find really fascinating. Um, the first apples, when we look at the first apples ever, um, originated in Kazakhstan. Um, and so travelers on the silk routes developed a taste for apples and spat their pips out wherever they were resting and waiting. So ecologists are now attempting to create a gene bank from this unprecedented collection of wild apples they have growing there, um, which is including one called the Malus severisi, the ancestor of most Western apples. So some of these apples are as large as small pumpkins. Others are the size of peas. Of peas. Of peas. And the, the colours of yellow to lime green, chocolate brown, <laughs> burgundy. So it's very fascinating. Modern apples have been genetically weakened by selective breeding and are subject to many diseases and pests. But the wild Kazakh varieties contain up to 85% more genetic material and are virtually disease-free. There's literally like a genetic pedigree for apples, <laughs> which is kind of fascinating. Um, it's wild. And of course, and of course, quite famously, we've got the Apple Mac computer, oh, which yes. was named after the Macintosh Apple, um, oh. which was the national apple of Canada and the favorite apple of Jeff Raskin, who was the head of the team who created the Apple Macintosh computer. Isn't that funny? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I didn't know that either. Hmm. Yeah. Macintosh. Um, 
but yeah, so it's, it's quite interesting. I mean, you know, most of the time, apples, most apples in the world are still picked by hand. They're still like, you know, there's still like quite a, you know, a system where we have of, you know, people going to orchards, picking things. The average apple tree can produce about 840 pounds of fruit, which is mind-blowing, which also makes sense why we consider them to be so pedestrian because they are quite prolific in their own way as well. They're not that rare, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so it's quite interesting that we have all these different ideas about apples. Um, actually, even apple juice was prescribed as one of the earliest types of antidepressants because of its health benefits as well. I didn't know that um, as well. So they're very, they're very fascinating. I have a few quotes. Go for it. Oh, but, um, but speaking so, of apple juice, Cruz, are you a fan of apples or apple juice? <laughs> no, I prefer an apple to apple juice. I yes. don't actually like apple juice. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm not mind. an apple juice person. Oh, I like apple juice, but I also prefer the apple rub because the apple juice, I, I find it too sweet sometimes. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah, true. Very true. Um, and um, so a couple of a couple of quotes to finish on. Um, one from uh, the author Lemony Snicket. He said, the moral of Snow White is to never eat apples, which is quite funny. Um, uh, Marin Darmanikov said, the world would be a different place if Adam was allergic to apples. Um <laughs> And uh, another another uh, writer and comedian called Amy Bender said, it's unsettling to meet people who don't eat apples. And I'm like, that's actually kind of true, you know, unless you were allergic unless to them. Unless you're allergic, yeah. yeah it's, true. it's quite a common a common fruit. But yes, so the apple. One of the first fruits that, you know, we have um, as, as babies, really. Yes, it's true, actually. That's very true. I've spent apple many, puree. many hours boiling and mashing apples <laughs> into a, pu- a pulp for my babies. Yeah, that's totally true, actually. I've done that many times, making well, little apple sauces for them. Apple sauces, there you go. Well, Cruz, thank you so much for, for sharing, and I hope uh, you and your kids get better. Maybe have an apple. And, yes, uh, that exactly. Will, <laughs> that have some apples. Yes, me too. I'll try that too. Well, thank you so much, Cruzy. Until next week, take care and bye for now. Bye. And